Hey guys, if you click that link today, what you're wanting to see is the 19 things you've got to know about living in the Woodland Park in the Pice Peak area. Uh, and you're curious about what all that stuff is, make sure you stay to the end. That last one's the one that's near and dear to my heart that I'll, one of the things I love the most about living out here. So make sure you watch all the way to the end. What's up guys? It's James Dean with James Dean Mountain Real Estate and Keller Williams Clients Choice right here in the Woodland Park area of Colorado. If, you, if this is your first time to the channel today and you want to know everything there is about working, sleeping, living, eating, drinking, and the 19 things that you must know about living in the Woodland Park area, make sure you click that subscribe link. Don't forget to hit that bell also on the bottom. That way you get notified whenever there's a new video on there. Honestly, we've got people that are calling all the time that are moving out here and relocating to this area. I absolutely love it. So make sure you give me a call, 719-304-9772. Uh, Shoot me a text, send me an email, or even send that carrier pigeon. Whatever you got to do to get a hold of me, uh, just do it so that way I can help you on your relocation out here because I've got your back when moving out to the Woodland Park, Colorado area. All right, guys, today we're talking about the 19 things you must know about living in the Woodland Park or being in the Woodland Park area of Colorado. The first one is a fun one for me. Uh, it's Beer Works. So the thing to know about Beer Works, you know, and you got Beer Works, it's one of our local breweries that's down there in downtown Woodland Park, is their beer mug membership. So they've got a really cool beer mug membership that a lot of folks just don't realize is down there. They think, oh, it's, you know, uh, it's probably too expensive or it's an annual thing. Actually, it's not. It's awesome. It's about 60 bucks a month. Um, and uh, and it's uh, not 60 bucks a month. Man, that would be that would suck. It's $60 for a lifetime is what it is. $60 for a lifetime. And what you get is um, they'll either give you a mug or you can bring your own stein in. But it's a half liter of beer for $5, which is the same price somebody's paying for a pint for that same beer. Plus, you get special beers every now and then, too, that only mug members can have. And it's, an, it's a lifetime membership. So that's something that's really cool to be able to do down there at Beer Works. So definitely check that out. Um, number two, some of the best hiking places here close to town. Um, so close to the Woodland Park area, we got the Level Gulch uh, hiking area, um, which is kind of back behind the middle school. You go up, and you, like you're heading up towards Rampart Range. Um, right before you start going all the way up to Rampart Range, there's a parking area over there on the left, um, just past the substation right there. And that is a hiking trail that takes you up on the Level Gulch, tra Gulch Trail. And uh, that's a fun trail to go to. It can be anywhere from beginner to moderate, depending on how far you want to go. You can, you can make that trail as long as you want to, honestly. Um, it's really up to you, but it's a lot of fun. It's a cool place to go that's close to town. You can also continue all the way up Rampart Range, take that right at the top of the Rampart Range Road, head over to the Rampart uh, Range Reservoir. There's a cool trail that goes around that reservoir up there that's a lot of fun to check out too. It's an easy trail down to the actual reservoir itself from the trailhead or from the, uh, the parking area too. And as you get further away from town, you got places like out towards Edlow Road with Catamount Reservoirs. Um, so you turn left on Edlow off of 24 if you're heading out west and 24 west of Woodland Park. You can take that road all the way back to the uh, Catamount Reservoir parking area back there. And it's an easy trail that gets you up to those reservoirs up there. Also, you can take your dog up there off leash. Just have a good time with them up there. Um, it's a nice, easy uh, beginner trail up there, too. 
or you can head further west on uh, on uh, Highway 24 out to 67 and head south on 67. We hit up the Craig's Trailhead, which is a it's a uh, dirt road with a big sign on it that says Craig's Trail uh, Head Road on it. Uh, coming out of 67, it turns to the left on the road. Or you can just keep going down to uh, Pancake Rocks. That's another great place to go to. So really cool hiking places that are a lot of fun to go to. Um, coffee shops. Coffee shops, definitely something to you know, support our local coffee shops. We've got a lot of really cool coffee shops here um, with uh, Cafe Leo. Or you can kind of go in and sit down. They've got lots of cool little homemade pastries in there. And it's just a good little ambiance. If you just want a coffee shop, you can go sit in and read a book or just go meet somebody and, and you know, talk with them for a little bit. Fun place to go. You can also head over to The Human Bean. That's one of our newer ones here. Um, it's another local coffee shop here too. That's that's pretty cool also. So you basically head over to The Human Bean and it's a drive-through that they've got um, set up there um, that basically, uh, it's, it's kind of like the Starbucks drive-through, but it's just The Human Bean instead. So it's, it's a quick in and out kind of a thing and they've got really cool uh, little coffee stuff that they can do there for you too and pastries and breakfast sandwiches and stuff like that so definitely support those local coffee shops you got to check those guys out they're a lot of fun too to go to and then also if you haven't done it yet make sure you go to the donut mill too uh, that's there in town in Wilden Park also really really good donuts they got these monster donuts in there that are a lot of fun um, and it's a great place for any kids or if you just want to go get you know half a dozen dozen donuts and bring them into work and show them show them what a real donut is <laughs> so excuse me definitely want to check that out too um, places I love to eat. A lot of places I love to eat up here. Um, places I love going to. Uh, you got Peak View, Bar Peak View Barbecue for a lot of great barbecue. They got a lot of great cocktails and uh, beer there as well. Uh, you got uh, Japanese fusion. So if you want some kind of Asian food. Um, so they got all different types from all over Asia that, uh, to include sushi and hibachi style food as well as some Thai food in there too. Some really good stuff in there. Uh, AJ's Pizza is a good pizza place that they got here in town. You got Fiestas uh, and uh, Casa Grande, two different Mexican places here in town that are really good to eat at also. Uh, McGinty's uh, Woodfire and uh, Irish Pub uh, up in Divide. That's a really great place to go to as well as Russ's place that's back behind it. Um, that's a good place to eat too. So lots of places to go eat. I love to go eat pretty much at all those. It really just depends on what mood I'm in and how much, you know, or, or not how much, but you know, what I'm, what I'm really feeling like if I'm feeling like a burger or barbecue or sushi or whatever, you know, it's just, you got a, you got a lot of good options and choices up here. If you want something with a little bit nicer ambiance, we've got the Swiss chalet as well, uh, which is pretty cool. So you can go check out the Swiss. Um, and it's, it's a little bit more of a little bit finer dining, but it's really good up here too. They've got some excellent food up here with that. Then on top of that, um, another great place that the wife and I love to go to is uh, Colorado Wines. Um, so it's down in Cascade over where the Pice Beach Toll Road is. That's a lot of fun. They've got an eating area that's sitting right there next to the, the Fountain Creek. So you can sit by the water and listen to the water going by, have some great food down there too, as well as drink a lot of local Colorado wines, uh, which is fun. And you can do some wine tasting down there too. But that's a really cool place to go check out for sure as well. Um, best places to get gas up here. So typically for me, uh, what I like to do uh, for getting gasoline for my vehicles is, because um, I live in Divine, so a lot of times I'll go to the Phillips 66 um, that's there by that other, the second light uh, there in Divine, not the main light, but the other, the light that's a little, that's further east on 24 right there. Um, that's a nice gas station, usually comparable price-wise to other ones that are around the area too. And then I'll, or I'll go into a Safeway and get gas in that Safeway gas station. That's usually an easy one to get in and out of. And they usually are very competitive price-wise with everybody else that's going on uh, as well. So sometimes too, if I'm going all the way down the mountain, sometimes I wait till I get down towards Rudy's at the bottom of the pass. 
Um, you never know. Sometimes Rudy's is super expensive. Other times Rudy's is the cheapest gas around. It, it just, I don't understand what the rhyme and reason on that is, but definitely check them too. You'd be surprised how often you find very cheap gas right there at the bottom of the pass as well. Um, let's see, closest, closest campsites around here. So camping out here is a really big deal, especially in the summertime. People love doing it from, you know, your, your open air camping with no tent to a tent camp to a pop-up, to a bumper pull, to a fifth wheel, to a motorhome, doesn't matter. There's all kinds of great camping that they have out here. And you've got stuff set up in Mueller State Park that's got more of your structural style camping. You know, where you're gonna pull in and they're gonna have your set spaces that you go into and it's gonna be more regulated uh, to places that are a little less regulated like uh, the, Craig's the Craig's Trailhead Campground that's up there uh, at the Craig's. Um, you'll have a, uh, a supervisor that's out there just kind of making sure things are happening the way they're supposed to, but you'll pick your own spot up there and kind of do your own tent camping. Um, and then we have a lot of uh, non-regulated campsites that are out here in the National Forest up in North Divide, where you can take, you can go camp, do whatever you want to up there, as well as out in the Terrial areas. So there's pretty much everything for anybody or any type of camping that you want to do out here, you'll be able to find it out here for sure. Uh, so definitely make sure you check those, those out because those are some pretty cool things that you can do. Um, fly fishing. So for me, I got into fly fishing. This is the, this is the second season I've been into fly fishing. I'm a seasonal guy. I don't, I don't do the winter fly fishing. Something about freezing cold water and me trying to tie tiny little knots with fishing line just doesn't sound like fun to me. But in the summertime, it's a blast because uh, that water feels great. Uh, this is going by and you're wearing your waders and you know, you're dealing with it, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Fly fishing is a whole lot of fun. Um, I tried winging it for a while. I sucked at it when I was winging it, um, and then I finally uh, broke down and got a guide out at uh, South Platte Fly Fishing Shop there in Willow Park. Um, awesome guides down there. They took me out for a four-hour session, taught me all the fundamentals I needed to know, and then I was able to go out on my own after that, which was a lot of fun, and I've been doing that ever since. So some of my favorite places to go, 11 Mile Canyon, that place is gorgeous. That's my number one spot to go for sure. It's beautiful. You keep going up the canyon back there, you get into the gold metal uh, waterway back there, and it's just gorgeous back there, and there's people love fishing back there. Huge browns and, uh, and uh, rainbows that are back there, gorgeous. You, sometimes you find some other stuff back there too, but big, big fish, uh, and it's world-class fishing back there. You got Happy Meadows. It's just on the other side of Lake George too, that's part of the uh, South Platte River as well that you can go fish at, and then you can go all the way up to Deckers, which is north on 67 from Woodland Park. Um, and that's also some South Platte fishing up there too, with some more world-class, um, you know, gold medal waterways up there to fish with. Um, let's see, areas to hunt that are close by. Um, so pretty much anywhere you see that's a uh, national forest area, you're gonna be able to hunt in. Uh, definitely, you can get the pamphlets at Walmart. They're pretty easy, the big game hunting or the small game hunting. They'll give you all that stuff breakdown-wise on there, and they'll show maps on there too with like where the different sections are. Um, that, that could be a whole other session of itself, just talking about the different sessions and where the stuff is. I like just going to the National Forest right behind my house because uh, I'm up there right next to it and my property borders up against it and it's great. I get free access and easy access to it um, that uh, you know folks are driving and doing all kinds of stuff just to get to. So it's a lot of fun in that aspect. But tons of different hunting stuff. I heard different hunting type access up here too if you're a big hunter. Um, Let's see, OHV trails, so off-road highway vehicles. That's what Colorado calls them. It's your ATVs, your dirt bikes, your side-by-sides, um, your quads, all that, all that fun stuff that you get to go out there and recreate on, have a good time with. We have a lot of different trail systems up here that are a lot of fun. Some of the most popular ones are the ones up in North Divide. Those are ones that are really close. 
Lots of folks come up here for the weekend. They'll either camp out or they'll just come up here for the day and go do some side-by-siding or some, some four-wheeling and, or some dirt biking and stuff. Lots and lots of fun. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a blast. We do it all the time, too, um, and it's so much fun. And I mean, those trails are literally five miles from our house, uh, so we get easy access to them. Uh, they're fun to go to, and you just have a blast out there on them, and it's protected, and they actually maintain these trails specifically for this. You don't have to worry about you know, anything, any issues with getting out there on some of these trails, um, and you typically don't have to worry about hikers or anything like that. They pretty much stay far away from those. We also have Terriol Mountain uh, trails, so they've got those trails that are uh, just past uh, the uh, Lake George area uh, down further west on 24 in Park County. That's another great place, a lot of fun to go do out there uh, with China Wall and all kinds of different fun little off-road obstacles that you can challenge yourself onto and just have a blast on those. But those are a ton of fun too. So make sure if you're into OHVs, uh, this is a great place to actually have some fun with some OHVs. You can also rent them there in town in Woodland Park also for the day or take one of the tours that they've got. Uh, down there in the Cascade and Green Mountain Falls area. So they'll actually take you out and they'll do all that stuff, but it's a lot of fun. It's definitely worth doing. It's a blast. Um, farmer's Market. So Farmer's Market, that's another great thing to do in the summertime up here in Wilden Park. It starts in June and it goes through, I believe, September uh, out here. And it's, it's a lot of fun. You get a lot of local produce from the Pueblo farms um, out there on the Front Range and stuff out uh, towards the Palisade and the uh, Western Slopes of Colorado. You get your Palisade peaches and cherries that are awesome. You get your Pueblo chilies, roasted chilies and stuff when those are in season also and coming up. A lot of good stuff. They get a lot of local vendors that come up and do uh, a lot of uh, little uh, arts and craft type stuff that they're selling up there too. We get a lot of the local food trucks that'll pop in there as well. Um, so you get a chance to really kind of get a good bird's eye view on, on all those, um, which is food trucks is another one I'll get to next here. But um, the, the farmer's market's pretty cool. Um, Kind of sucks it's on Friday mornings, uh, but that's because they don't want to be competing with the one that's down in Oak, Colorado City. That's on Saturday mornings um, because a lot of the same vendors go to the same ones. Uh, so if you are unable to, re to make the one on Friday mornings because you're at work, then definitely go down and try that one in Oak, Colorado City, too. A lot of the same vendors are at that. It's about twice the size of the one up here in Wilden Park, but it's a lot of the same stuff that you can get down there, uh, just more variety of, uh, of like how many produce vendors you have out there and stuff, but really good stuff. Great things to do in the summertime. You get a lot of fresh produce, a lot of really fun things down there that they got going on too, and it's just, it's a good time. My wife and I love going to those. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, food trucks. So when I first moved here, I was like, yeah, food trucks aren't something that I definitely want to eat or do something at because I'm like, man, it's like they're called gut trucks for a reason, right? Like you never know. It's a flip of the coin. That is not the case with the food trucks that are here in the Wilden Park and the Tele County area. These guys are phenomenal. They got some really good stuff. They got a Thai barbecue food truck that goes around, big purple guy that goes around. Um, they've got great uh, different types of uh, Thai barbecue chicken and pork that come with that, or some Thai chicken wings that are amazing as well. Um, so definitely give them a try. Um, um, uh, Caveman Meats, I think that's what it's called. I might be screwing that name up, or Meat, Meat Man Cave or Cave Meat Man. It's Caveman Meats is, I think, is what it is. Uh, but that's some, like, wild game type stuff. He does some, like, gourmet type wild game, different things. And his menu changes constantly. That's pretty cool to go check out, too. Um, there's a um, southern style one that I can't remember the name off right off the bat, but they've got stuff like gumbo and key lime pie and stuff like that that's really good to, to give that stuff a shot and a try, too. 
Um, and a lot of times those guys are at the farmer's markets or at the little events that we have too. So definitely check those, those folks out. Those, those food trucks, you'd be surprised. There's some really good food trucks here in town. Uh, and I never thought I'd be saying something like that, but there's, these, guys are, these guys are on it. They know what they're doing for sure. Um, Fourth of July. Fourth uh, of July is a really big deal here. Uh, we do a big old-fashioned Fourth of July party at Memorial Park. Um, and that's where the farmer's market is too, by the way. I don't know if I said that. It's at Memorial Park. But the 4th of July party is done there too. It's a big family style event uh, where they've got all types of vendors out there doing types, you know, burgers and grills and activities for the kids and beer that you can get out there because they got a beer tent. I mean, all kinds of fun, different stuff that they've got set up out there. And then, of course, they've got fireworks in the evening. They got a live band during the day. Um, but it's a blast. It's a good time for the family to get out there and do that. And then that's followed by on July 5th, Symphony Above the Clouds, which is one of the best uh, fireworks shows you'll see on the 4th of July. For sure, they've got the string orchestra that comes up from Colorado Springs, and they do um, a big event where they're doing a lot of patriotic songs. Um, you get out there, and it's uh, it's up at the middle school, up there in Wilden Park, um, out there in their athletic fields, and uh, it's in the evening, and you just bring a blanket or some chairs and sit there and just enjoy the show, and then they do fireworks towards the end of that, too. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then another big event that's happening different time of year uh, is the big Christmas uh, parade that we do out here. Then they'll shut down 24 going down Main Street right there in Wilden Park. A lot of local folks are out there. It's a lot of fun, lots of lights, because uh, it's a night parade. They've got burn barrels out there so you can keep warm um, out there while out there watching. A lot of local shops will be opened up in the evening so that you can go in and get warm and everything and check out the goods that they have. Uh, but it's a lot of fun doing that. And they also have, bar none, the best uh, uh, fireworks display of the year. Uh, for the Christmas, <laughs> the Christmas parade that they do out here every year. So I never expected that, and I saw that I was like, I think that firework display was better than the one on Fourth of July, or the one on Symphony above the Symphony above the Clouds. It was funny how that worked out, but it was it's been like that year after year, and it's a lot of fun. And with the park at Christmas time is absolutely gorgeous. They light up the main street with all kinds of Christmas lights. It's gorgeous up there. I mean, it's it looks like a Christmas town, almost as like a Hallmark town, uh, especially when there's been snow that's come in. Um, so you got all the white and the lights and everything. It's absolutely gorgeous at Christmas time. Um, let's see. So talking to the wintertime, uh, the proximity to the ski resorts that we have out here too. Um, so we're very cl close proximity to some pretty famous ski resorts. We've got Monarch Mountain. It's a little bit more of a local's place. It's a lot of fun. They don't do any kind of man-made snow out there. It's all powder-based. So if you want to go do some good powder skiing, that's a great place to go to experience that. And then you've got Breckenridge. Um, you know, that's an easy hour and a half hour, 45 minute drive from Woodland Park area. Um, and it's, um, it's a beautiful drive getting out there too. And that's a, obviously if you're a skier, you've probably heard that name Breckenridge before. Uh, so that's a close local one. That's the one my wife and I go to all the time. We usually have season passes, um, to all the epic stuff out there, but it's, it's just a lot of fun to be able to go out there and do some skiing out there too. And just check out these beautiful Colorado mountains and how those ski towns just blossom in the wintertime. And it's just beautiful to go out there and see all that stuff and experience all the winter sports and events they've got available out there too. Not just skiing, but they got the Nordic Center as well. Um, all kinds of different stuff you can go do up there. Uh, so definitely go check those out. Um, let's see. <clears throat> uh, casinos. So if you're into casinos, slots, craps, uh, poker, uh, black, you know, blackjack or any of that stuff. Uh, they've got uh, Cripple Creek casinos that are up there. They've got some really great world-class casinos. You can go check those out. They've got great eating up there too in those casinos, um, but a lot of fun. So if that's your thing, definitely need to go check those out. 
and, uh, and hit those up. And Cripple Creek's got all kinds of cool events too. They've got the top of the world rodeo every year also. It's the, uh, I think it's the highest rodeo in the world uh, is what they advertise it as. It's pretty cool to be able to go up and see that. And it's a good rodeo too. And then they've got the ice festival in the wintertime where they've got all these different ice sculptures that people have made and everything. And a lot of really cool stuff to go check that out too. Um, let's see. So something you definitely need to know, like the difference between the way the, the land breakups, like the public land access is out here. Um, so we'll start talking about the one that's got the most liberal access um, or the, the, the most stuff that you can do without being regulated too much. That's the National Forest. Um, so there's different places you can go shooting. Uh, in the National Forest, not all the places, not everywhere, but different places you can go shooting. Farms out there, um, take your dogs out off leash, uh, horseback riding, hunting, all different types of stuff you can do in there. So those, the majority of the public land use areas out here are all National Forests. And then we have some BLM areas out here as well. Those are more towards the, uh, the southwest of the county, in Teller County and more of the western side. Uh, but some of that BLM stuff, you could do a lot of the same things in. The big differences of BLM and, and the National Forest, and I might be missing some of the other key differences, but one of the big ones that comes to mind for me is um, like hunting. So um, there can be some specific regulations on hunting if you're going in for any kind of sportsman type stuff where you have to go into certain entrances so everybody has the same fair advantage uh, or nobody has an unfair advantage basically if their property like went right up to it or they knew somebody that lived or owned a property that's up against BLM and they just cross a fence. That's uh, not necessarily legal, so just make sure you check into that stuff too um, out there. Then we got our, um, our state parks out here. So at Mueller State Park is the one that's here within Teller County. Uh, beautiful state park. It's awesome. Uh, much more regulated, though, in the sense that uh, you can't bring your dogs on the trails or anything. It's kind of like a national forest in that sense, but it's kind of good for folks that don't have dogs and they don't want to run into dogs out on trails. They've got a place they can go, and they don't have to worry about that too. Uh, that being said, there's also another one, the wildlife management area, like Dome Rock. I almost forgot about that one. That one's similar also in the sense you can't bring your dogs in there. Uh, and that's because they've got the uh, Rocky Mountain sheep that are in there that are breeding. It's a breeding ground for them. They don't want dogs chasing those guys all over the place because it's kind of a fragile ecosystem in that sense. But it's a gorgeous place to go and check out. They've got tons of really, really long trails in there to go see. Uh, beautiful scenery, beautiful rock formations, walking down by creeks or just big views that are up on top of uh, hilltops. Uh, and big aspen meadows that you can go through, just gorgeous areas. You could also take your horses back there in the Dome Rock Wildlife Management Area too. And then the last one is the National Monument Area uh, over uh, the fossil beds and fluorescent. So those are kind of treated like a national uh, park area to go back and see the, uh, the, national, the actual fossil beds. You have to pay money to go back there to see that because it's all handled by the National Park Service as well. Um, but uh, it's a big, pretty area down there. You get to hear elk bugling uh, in the fall, wintertime down there. It's pretty gorgeous to be able to see that stuff too. Uh, so that's kind of the big differences of your public land space out here. Um, wildlife. So the wildlife out here is gorgeous. So we've got everything. And those of you, you know, from back east that aren't used to mule deer, you're going to see these mule deer like I did. And you're like, holy cow. Like, you, you know, you see your first 14 pointer out here and you're like big buck and you're just like, did you see that guy? That thing was huge. Look at that trophy buck. And he just doesn't care about anybody. Like I could go up and rub his nose. It seems like he just didn't care that I was there or anything. I mean, it's just, it's wild. And they're all over the place up here. Cause you're seeing whitetails and you're like, oh look, there's a 10 point. Like there's a beautiful deer. That's a nice big buck here. It's like 10 points, nothing. <laughs> So that's pretty cool to see is all the mule deer. And you'll probably see more mule deer than you will squirrels out here, honestly. I mean, they're just everywhere out here. Um, and then you've got the elk. So you have your cows and your bulls. And we've got our Pice Peak herd. 
that moves itself around. You'll see the elk out here quite a bit. So those are some big, gorgeous animals uh, too. You know, you got six, 800 pound animals moving around out here with, with the elk herd. Uh, that's pretty gorgeous. We've got black bear all over the place as well. Uh, they're really active in the summertime. Um, also, so just make sure you don't leave those trash cans out. You'll find out really quickly why not to, because you will end up with a black bear in it if you've got trash in it. So definitely don't do that. Uh, so be careful with that stuff. And then, um, you know, we got mountain lions out here too. Um, don't see them as often. I've only seen one mountain lion here in the last six years I've been here. Um, but they're definitely out here. They're just a lot more private and they make themselves a lot more scarce when folks are around and they're very good at hiding also. Uh, we also have coyotes out here. These coyotes are gorgeous looking coyotes. Um, they almost look like wolves, big full coats on them and uh, a little bit larger than what you're probably typically seeing and better fed too. Um, they don't look all mangy and scraggly like, you know, like the wily coyote on the old cartoon days. You don't see that so much. And we've got some lynx and bobcats out here too. So, and fox as well. So lots of really cool wildlife out here too, for sure to take a look at. So and last but not least, this is my absolute number one uh, thing that you must know about uh, living out here in the Wilden Park area and in Colorado in general. And that's how dog friendly this place is. This is one of the most dog friendly states in the United States. Uh, and Wilden Park is extremely dog friendly. Uh, in and of itself. So if you're thinking about going somewhere, you know, unless it's like a fine dining experience, then you're probably not gonna be able to bring them in with you to that. But pretty much anywhere else, I mean, you can you can bring your dog with you. It's pretty cool how dog friendly this is. So uh, if you got a furry friend and you want to bring them around, then definitely bring them around, especially if they're friendly as well. People love seeing them. Uh, people love hanging out with them out here. This is one of the most dog friendly places I've ever been. And it's a lot of fun. So, well, that's the 19 things you must know about uh, about Wilden Park, you know, about living in Wilden Park, <coughs> excuse me, specifically. Remember, I'm James Dean with James Dean Mountain Real Estate, Keller Williams Client Choice. I'm one of the agents out here in the Wilden Park uh, area. And, uh, you know, make sure you reach out to me. Uh, call me, 719-304-9772. You can send me a text, email. Uh, just make sure you get a hold of me. Send that carrier pigeon on out. And uh, that way I can actually help you with your relocation out here to this area because I have your back as you're moving into Wilden Park, Colorado. Until next video, I'll see you soon.